Those seven days have almost passed. There is little that needs to be said. So they will say all of it. Oh no. That is you like, hang up on? You did it again! Oh no. Mike! This is becoming a thing with you. Oh no. WFOD begins now. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, the king of pranks, the albino alligator, the duke of denim, Mr. Travis Hulse is here. Uh, Travis, Travis good Hulse. evening. Uh, the phone number to contact the show is 636-487-HAND or WFOD show on Skype. And Travis, oh my God, do we have quite a treat for the people coming up after the break we are going to be talking to actress Bai Ling uh, that was a treat for me as well spoiler alert we've already recorded that interview and uh, man oh man horse of nature Bai Ling she's incredible Travis uh, she really is <laughs> now so we, we've been doing video now for a while yeah right but we're primarily a podcast, and so, like you know, when when we when we go into things, we go into things saying, "Okay, video is a thing that we do for the live, whatever." But for right. the most part, we're recording a podcast. So yeah. we, we're doing the Biling interview. Uh, I say to Travis, "Ah, eh, we'll just we won't worry about video." Yeah, there was there was a conscious decision to say. You know, whatever. We're pre-recording this interview. We don't need the video. And Travis, let me say, that was a mistake. A real mistake. <laughs> uh, that was a, a terrible mistake. Uh, guys, throughout the interview, uh, Bai Ling will tell you she's in really good shape and that she doesn't work out and things like that. And she's just like, hey, look at my belly. There, there will be a point where she references, and let, not to get too deep into it, uh, references having an eight pack and she gets right up real close to the camera. Yeah, look at my belly, belly guys. <laughs> We're idiots. We're idiots. Like, like I don't work out. Look, yeah, yeah it would the worst possible decision <laughs> to not record the video for the Biling interview. It was a, a big mistake and I wish everybody could have saw what we were seeing while we were recording uh, was amazing. Amazingly, Travis, audio sounded great. No microphone full body on camera. I don't know how she was miked. She's magic, Travis. But yeah, she is magic. And you'll, you'll experience ahead of ourselves. some yeah. of her magic right. uh, after after the break. Uh, Zoom background, Travis, was a billboard of her. <laughs> like, it was like she was outside and there was a billboard of her as her Zoom background. It was... Amazing. We made yeah. <laughs> a terrible mistake. I'm sorry. I'm so, I apologize to you guys. I'm, uh, Travis, let me tell you something. Yeah. I believe that there was a time. It was a while ago. And, and I I felt as though I, w I was feared in the indie podcast community, Travis. You know, like I was I was the the muscly guy in the prison yard you know what like i mean you're like the the kingpin of crime in new york city yeah all the, yeah like yeah. people just knew better than then to fuck with me right right i remember dan fernicase saying that before they were friends with me he urged mandy to steer clear because i was bad news mm-hmm 
I, I was. I, I was. I was feared. But I'm not anymore, Travis. I, I'm a joke to these people. It happens, though, Mike. When you think about it, like, we can't stay feared forever, right? Like, I feel like as we age and mature, we soften around the edges. And then people just see that as a vulnerability instead of, you know, just uh, trying to be more of a man of the people instead of like a put a put a boot on your neck type of guy. Travis, there's another goddamn impression of me out there, Travis. <laughs> They're just doing it now. Everybody's just like, hey. I got a good mic that I can do. You got to hear hey. you got to hear this one, Trevor. Hey, but hey, if we hearken back to the hanging outcast uh, days, nobody would dare do an impression of nobody of would North. fucking dare, Travis, because I was feared. I God, I really wish I knew what that term was. I'm sure somebody Mike, he'll probably be like, well, actually, guys, it's this term. Uh, have you ever heard <laughs> of it? And you stupid. <laughs> And Travis, that's not like the the, uh, the impression that you give, like a like a like a blowhard or like a. That's like the Simpsons comic book guy. Like they're saying I'm a nerd is what they're saying. I feel like Pepper's uh, impression of you is much better than that. Yeah, but even Pepper's, it, it's it's not a good impression. It, it's meant to to belittle me, is what it is. <laughs> Who who uh, who was this uh, doing an impression of you? This is uh, Teresa from the Bad Poet Society, Travis, and fucking Jody uh, throwing his in there too, and they're they're making me sound like a dork, like a nerd man. These sons of bitches, the, don't they know what we've been through? I'm a contrarian, is what they're saying. Well, actually, I don't sound like that. You fuckers. Yeah, what is he? Some sort of clown to you? Like you make yeah. you make yeah. them laugh? I don't like it. I don't like it one fucking bit, Travis. What you have to do, Mike, uh, in order to get back at these people is to develop your own impressions of them. I don't do impressions, Travis. It's the only way to get back at them. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not stooping to their level. I'm a good person. Maybe you hire somebody on Fiverr. You know what I'm going to Hey, listen to listen to uh, uh, 40 hours of audio of this person and then give me an impression that I can play on my podcast. You know, you know what I'm going to do, Travis? I'm going to kill him with kindness. Hey, guys, be sure to check out Jody's bullshit podcast and get a bidet with his stupid promo code. See, look, I'm being a good guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, Teresa from the uh, Bad Poet Society, Travis, she uh, she sent us. I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I I love music lawsuits. Oh, I'm familiar. But there's not always music lawsuits, and so sometimes we just have to invent our own and be like. Did she invent her own and send it to you? Yeah, she has a, a child, Travis. And her child watches Blippy, which, by the way, Blippy, he's a pervert. He poops on his friends. And um, Blippy has a song. I, I think he did like a series of songs for uh, uh, working men. And one of them was about uh, excavators. And so uh, she said that the ex excavator song after, you know, because wh what kids do is like they decide they like a song and then they just listen to that fucking song like four million fucking times oh i am very aware of that <laughs> i mean there was a time travis when i drove around with my niece and all she wanted to listen to was the rihanna song from wreck it ralph over and over again oh yep fucking I'm sick of that. that like i haven't heard it in a while because she was very <laughs> young when this happened but i don't need to hear it anymore shut up and drive i've heard it i've heard it enough my uh, my kid, uh, the boy, he's 10 right now. He went through two different cycles, which made me furious. And one of them was the reason I would like for little Nas X not to exist is <laughs> Old Town Road. Um, which one? You know, we had we had covered the the, the original the, the, or the Billy Ray Cyrus, the Billy Ray Cyrus. So, right. We, we covered that on the show before Lil Nas X actually blew up and became something. We had we had talked about him well previous to the Billy Ray Cyrus thing, I believe. And uh yeah, so once that hit, like it was over and over again. And the other one was, uh, oh, it was that Drake song, Drake song, uh, something about God. Uh, God's plan. God's, God's plan. plan. God's plan. God's plan. That's the one. I think he, the music video songs. is just him going around giving people money. Ugh. Ugh. 
He's like, hey, yeah. you want some money? At least now he's peppering in. I think he, you know, because he's playing Fortnite with his buddies on the on the the Switch, and they're they use their headsets. And they talk about a bunch of shit, and uh, I don't know if his buddies turned him on to it or if he heard it. So he's been playing uh, a little Eminem. I mean, it's it's probably not the most appropriate thing for him to be listening to, but yeah. at the same time, whatever. I like Eminem, <laughs> so uh, he's been like uh, playing. Without me a lot, and I like two trailer park girls go around the outside, so I'm I'm good with that. Jersey, sure, I feel like you you, uh, you say whatever a lot. Like you're like, oh, yeah, we watch uh, you know Jason takes Manhattan, whatever. Dude got his head punched off. I believe that I had told you about the time that I made the worst parenting mistake ever when when he was like three, maybe not even three years old. He walked into the living room while I was watching the Raid Two Redemption. And the hammer girl was in the subway car smoking people with the claw end of hammers. And uh, it uh, traumatized him. He walked in just as soon as she was clawing someone underneath the fleshy part of their jaw. And you could see the hammer in their mouth. And he stopped dead in his tracks and like started to shake. And I was like, oh, I've made a grave mistake. (laughs) That is probably the better end of the hammer to do some damage to people. Travis, the, I guess the only problem is it might get stuck, and that's something to, yeah. to worry about. I, I feel like she had multiple hammers, though. If oh, okay. Stuck, well, I guess if like, you have multiple hammers, yeah. She kind of shrugged it off like, well, whatever. Yeah, I whatever. lost the hammer again. So, Travis, I'm going to play you this blippy clip. and uh, Really quick, Mike. What This blippy thing, this is for children, correct? Yes. I just am not familiar with blippy. I was oh, looking you're not? On, what, I, we've talked about it, right? Blippy? Blippy, he pooped on his friend, and then he became a uh, a children performer. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I was just looking through like what's new on HBO Max for this this month, and it was just a lot of Blippy, a lot of Blippy stuff. Oh, so I s- assumed it was for kids. Okay, so I'll play you the Blippy clip, and you tell me who he ripped off. Uh, I think that it's pretty obvious, but you know, maybe maybe it's because she told me. Who he ripped off, and I said, "Oh yeah, of course." Scavator. Oh, can't you see that I don't have feet? No feet. How do you get around? I roll on tracks to get to where I need to be. I'm familiar with the tone, the song, and I can think of it. Uh, I don't know who it is. Tell me, and I'll be like, "Yep, that's what I'm thinking of." There, yeah, yeah. Every right? breath you take. Yeah, yeah. No, that, it, that's 100% it. I feel like though, the thing about children's performers, they get like a pass for using uh, certain tunes and things to get. And I think a lot of artists probably let it go because if you can embed like that tune into uh, younger people's brains by the time that they get older and they discover the actual song, they're like, Oh fuck. I, I like this tune. I better buy the entire back catalog uh, of this band. Right. So you're saying they're indoctrinating. Correct. Absolutely. And, and I mean, like, I you know, I'm an adult. I can't listen to songs about uh, excavators now. I think you silly. could. Do, do you have, what kind of reaction do you feel you would get? If you were, say, driving somebody home from work, they're like, hey, my ride, I lost my ride. Is there any chance I'm right on the way? Can you drop me off? And when you when they got in your vehicle, you just started cranking like Blippi's greatest hits, like with like non-ironically, <laughs> like you're really into it and you don't make any comment. How do you feel like that would go? I, I wouldn't like it, but I don't really like much of anything. I, I guess you have to worry about, you know, the, the average Joe. Travis. Right, right. And I feel like the average Joe probably would lean against the door uh, a little bit more just in case you uh, decided to uh, slit their throats and like eat, <laughs> eat their pancreas or something, you know? Because that's hit only a, a serial hammer. killer. Yeah. Only a, a serial killer. Hey, guys, uh, by Ling, she's going to be on the program in just a minute. Uh, she, he's on a new show on uh, Tubi, the, the uh, Tubi network. Uh, and it's called Barbie Rehab. What you're going to be really excited for, though, is uh, when she tells you about the film that she wrote during the pandemic uh, <laughs> and directed. Very excited to see that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that here in, ju- in just a minute. Stick around. 
have a horse in it. Cause this movie have a horse in it. Cause this movie have a horse in it. Shout out to Liquid Lozenge for this week's horse record. He saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and reported no horses. Thanks, Liquid. Hey, what it is, man? It's your boy T Pain, and this is WFOD. I think we're ready to reopen the park. This is the sixth time now, and every time fuck ups, uh, find a way. Oh, but this time, this time it's different. Welcome to Jurassic Park. You monster, what have you done? This is just, uh, looks like a Caesar's palace. Where's the dinosaurs? Oh, don't you worry about that. We have them, you bet. But we've abandoned the whole zoo dynamic. That has failed, like you said, like five times now. Now we're, we're rebranding and branching out into a whole new venture into the world of competitive sports. So they race? Yeah, they race, they fight. People gamble on all kinds of shit. And this is all safe? Well, we'd like to think so. I mean, shit, we have all the electric fences and stuff we always do. It's just hard to keep dusting off the same flawed logic without changing something. You didn't make news super hybrid predator dinosaurs again, did you? Oh, fucking course we did. Are you shitting me? But it's different this time. They're, they're, they're racing. Trust me. Bobby, we have one holiday Barbie. Here comes one now. Say goodbye to those Barbie dolls, lady. Schools out. Welcome back. Our guest tonight is an acclaimed actress you can next see in the Tubi original series Barbie Rehab, premiering May 6th. Bai Ling is on the program. The, this the show, it's pretty wild, Bai. The the show that you're on. Like me, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you you play like a like an alien kleptomaniac cannibal. Is that accurate? Because I, I think you ate somebody in the one I watched the other day. Already, I don't even know what this means. What you said, but she's this uh, crazy, larger than life, fun, um, sexy, uh, unpredictable character. Chinese Barbie, <laughs> China Barbie. <laughs> where did uh, where did the idea for this show come from? How did they come to you with it? The original show, they were they were shooting their experimental and uh, shooting with uh, different uh, actors. But they want to get people to see. Therefore, they found Tom, Tom Sizemore. Uh-huh. And I'm friend, uh, I, I'm friend with Tom for a long time. We did many movies together. And one day he just called me. He said, Bailing, I need your help, support to do a TV show. I said, what is this? He said, some like Bobby, some crazy stuff. I said, sure. So then I showed up because we help each other. You know, I help him. Sure. I said, okay, let's do it. What is this? So he's the doctor. I'm literally this Bobby. I don't think it's patient. I never consider my part as patient. She just disturbs everything. I just seduce everybody. I just <laughs> say stuff. I just go crazy. So basically, there was just one day he said, ask me to help. Then they really liked my character. It started basically is based on me. 
Okay. Right. I see that I landed from the moon. They have a spaceship landing me from the moon. I'm running around in the neighborhood. Now I'm doing this, doing that, and this dog is barking. And all these weird things that I'm doing, actually, because when she landed, she has a binoculars. She has no clue what's going on in the world on Earth. So that's a fresh perspective of how people are out of order for the society on Earth. So they need to rehab her, so it's, to it's educate a, her, it's a to metaphor, teach her something. Right. In the meantime, she disturbed everybody. So then basically it's Tom dragged me into it. So now I'm in the show. So then they like me. They keep adding, adding, and my, my, my character become everywhere, every episode. So they just brought in Bai Ling and then let Bai uh, Ling go wild. What? Yes, that's the actually most the pop culture show that allowed me to go wild, which make all of you laugh. It's like, you know, some May 6th to be everybody. You don't have to drink. You don't have to take drugs because the show (laughs) does that for you. Get you drunk, get you high, all of that. You just watch it because, you know, after pandemic, we really need energy, need need something a little bit wild, a little bit fresh. You know, refreshing, not like a constructive story, but it's more like fun, more like a joy. But of course, there's a lot of uh, meaning behind. And uh, I think everybody will find themselves in my character, in different characters. Because my character represents freedom, represents wildness, represents braveness, represents courage, represents unpredictable energy of as a human on this earth. We need to have fun. We need to enjoy life. Did you have time off during all of the pandemic stuff or, or did you just steady keep working? Because I, I noticed that it seems like you never stop working uh, if you're IMD. Yes, I'm very, very lucky. Actually, during the pandemic, I got a lot of offers. Like movie, I'm doing like the Jack Nimble. Then the most proudly I have to share with you is my own movie, my quarantine romance <laughs> with toilet paper, which I write. You're laughing, right? It's another it's, it's crazy good, one. It's good. than this one. It's the comedy. It, I direct, I made myself a direct debut film. Uh-huh. It's a it's a comedy. I I directed. I write it. I produce. I finance. I star in it. I cast new. I do craft service. I do makeup. I do custom design. I do art direct. I bought coffee every morning for everybody. I literally did everything. So, what does the toilet paper have lines? Is the toilet paper the romantic lead in this movie? Oh my God! Yes. Oh, okay. All over my room, all surround me, going crazy. But I have a uh, twenty-three <laughs> cast members, so it's a big cast. It's it's ultimately it's a love story. Guys or women come to me to exchange toilet paper, hopefully for love, sex, or whatever. Oh. But it's reality of uh, how this woman going crazy. He created this. This format to get herself toilet paper because this real story I did not have toilet paper, so it's ultimately it's a love story about this woman looking for everybody looking for love. It's what our soul is looking for. What do you do when you're uh, in the extreme loneliness? How you deal with yourself when you're on the edge on the edge of losing your mind? It's very powerful profound subject but through humor it's so funny it's hilarious it's really really fun we were like just like my post-production people they were like i go roller coaster it's really funny people brought toilet paper and that you you just made a movie and and people brought you toilet paper is that kind of what happened yes yeah of course through through writing i write i wrote for different character if Uh the character because I don't have money to hire a big star and nobody worked at that time. It's right. the heights of COVID. If the character funny, I write funny like if they're not if they're not funny, I write a situation funny. I'm a great writer, great director. I bet. You know, I'm I did the it's new language of cinema because this film is very fast paced. It's very um there's a lot of beautiful moments that connect all of us when we're joining this quarantine. Of course the sad moment, but mostly through humor. Telling a story. Also, I play Charlie Chaplin in it. Asian women play Charlie Chaplin because when you go crazy, all these things come to you. It's just one of the most unique, bizarre, powerful, new language of cinema I created through this film. I'm very excited. So you wore the little mustache and the the hat and you did the whole thing? Yes. I wore a mustache and my shoe, Charlie Chaplin shoe, is this huge. Oh, it's really big? All that is crazy. Sounds like it. It's really crazy. Like a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, it's easy to make a roller coaster five minutes. Like this show is shorter. But my movie is 118 minutes. But how you keep it funny, but I did it. Yeah. Travis, you big, big crow fan. You have crow questions for 
by Lang? Yes. I, uh, yes. I, you know, you put me on the spot like that, Mike, and I, I can't think of anything specific. You, you, you Lang, were that, talking. That, really? That's Travis's oh, favorite movie is The Crow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's my yes. all time all time favorite motion picture. Talks about it all the time. I yeah. that I that I do. And like being put on the spot, like I just can't Mike, I can't Tell do me it. what I'm is sorry. my character what is my character attracted to you? Who is she? Tell me. Who your character is is like not sidekick. She's a she's a force of nature that uh yes. our main bad guy like unleashes uh when he needs to. Like when when his normal ragtag guys with guns don't do the work. He takes the he essentially takes the the leash off and lets you just kind of go wild. I want to um, just tell you a little bit of the ending of the film because they want my character to die. Right. Because a bad guy, supposedly. I think she just like you said, it's it's a phenomenal energy of nature, this force. So I told the creator, even though I did not speak English, then I said, well, I will not die just by somebody random shoot me. I said, I will only die by the power of crow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was my suggestion because she connected in the ending scene was me with Brandon Lee. I was having gone pointed him and say, it is so bad. There's no time for us. Then the crow attacked me. So I think my, my part, a lot of people love because she has this energy of force of nature, you know, it's a carry this movement of the energy. I think it adds so much of the style and also the mysterious, dangerous power for the character. You know, that it's funny because I, I could watch my film because at that time I don't speak English. And last year they had a big screening on Chinese theater. It was mm-hmm. sold out. Oh my God. They asked me to be Q&A, right? I was sitting there for the first time. I actually watching it with, and with my skill, understand English. I was sitting, wow, she's so good. So charismatic. <laughs> so I can't be stepped away. That power she carried. You know, as the actress, acting is not how you're acting. It's what you're tapping into to give to this ground, to the character, the energy, where you are for her. I think that's much more important than what you do. But when you become that energy, you can do anything that's correct. Agreed. Tonally, too, like the the character, uh, you know, fits so well as, like you say, that force of nature, you know, and, and right. meeting her end by that that supernatural force as opposed to something, you know, grounded in reality. Uh, does it yes. is it <clears throat> is it amazing to you that that movie still what are we 26 years beyond that, 28 years beyond that, that it still is as big as it is? Uh, it's not uh, to me. Actually, I measure time differently. So everything happened to me was yesterday. Sure. So to me, like the moment of those art measured by space, there's no time. So there's a problem with human. You know, we don't even know. You think I'm crazy. So because we have time, therefore there's death. In nature, there's no time. There's no death. So the one thing of what I really learned about what happened to Brandon Lee, that I can't accept what happened, is that I don't, I do not believe in death. I think our physical beings are changing the spirit, just flying everywhere, could be anywhere. Brandon Lee is still there watching us, feeling us. And also, that's why I love cinema. It because that moment we capture in the crow, then I'm answering your question, no matter what happened, how many time passed, that moment will always be there as fresh as the moment we acted. So that's the cinema. Cinema actually cross time. There's no time. Therefore, people can always love one film. No matter how many years, no matter how many minutes, if you love it, you love it. Because cinema, film, um, beyond the time measurement. Yeah, and I can see that too, you know, because sitting here talking to you right now, it looks like you just came out of that 1994 movie. You haven't aged a bit, and I would imagine that would be probably partially due to that attitude that you have. And people also ask me, say, you don't age. I said, there's no reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, yeah, right, just, what? Just don't yeah, right. Look, I don't do exercise. Look, I look all of it. It's seriously, it's how your mindset. Because the worry is that all of that um, in how do you say, uh, not confident or worry about it, so want other people to prove it. all of that is negative energy. Well, what do you mean? But you, for you me, I leave my exercise. word very simple. I'm you, grateful for the gift you, of you, life, you, of you, what I'm doing. So I'll be always like this as long as I want it. No, no, you got you got to do exercise, right? You do something. No? No, I don't. I don't. Look, I eat dessert, you know, like, of course, no, when I, I do movie, look at the crank too. I have all eight pack. If you gave me four days, I gave you eight pack. 
literally, I just do this for four days. Done. Uh, I don't, I don't do exercise, really do. and I'm a big tub of shit. By this doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you believe it, see, you don't even. This is a this it. is a bad message. I have it. I believe it, guys. You it. probably got to do exercise. Is it a, no, is it a gene not. thing? What is it? No, no, you forgot. Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you okay. something. Okay. We choose good food to eat, healthy food to eat, to keep right. your body fit, right? Okay. Sure. But you forgot one most important element to choose healthy thoughts to think. You think that's bullshit, but that's the most fundamental wisdom people don't know. Because your mind controls your whole body, whole system working, how it functions. You can't ignore that. If somebody very negative, you got sick, you got everything go wrong. Okay. If you're positive, you're sim- simple. You have full of love. You appreciate your word. Just that simple, fresh and healthy. I think we need to use uh, Bai as our personal guru and get a, get our minds yes. figured back you, out. If you're with me, if I train you, you look like me for sure. Oh yeah, I bet. How do we how do because we get started? On, is there a sign up page or something? How do I get on your training program? Well, you have to come here visit me first. Okay. Then we talk about it. Okay. Okay. Where are you? Where uh, are you? I'm in Missouri. Missouri, where's that? It's like You're in, in the jungle or middle, something? Yeah, I'm like in the jungle. <laughs> it's kind of the jungle, isn't it? <laughs> Come here, join me party. Then you'll be like me. There you so go. you have to release all the boundaries, the energy, and the thoughts. You know, I gave myself a quote. It's very important. Okay. I give cookies, by the way, on my Instagram. Uh, I am Bailin. I give fat-free, sugar-free cookies. My most important cookie for me, maybe also for you, is... When I'm thinking, I'm an idiot. When I'm not thinking, I'm a genius. <laughs> How cool is that? Seriously, it's all perfect. my wisdom all come from not thinking. Yep, that's, I like that. I like that philosophy. <laughs> Once you start yes. thinking about it, Travis, that's when things get all foggy. Yeah, you bet. That's where yes, I'm at, yes. always in my you head. You got all the other people's <laughs> ideas and then block your own magic. Wow. Like I don't think, but I do magic. I actually know some magic trick in my movie, my quarantine romance with toilet paper. I do magic as Charlie. It's really cool. When's, when's the toilet paper romance coming out? Is, is it done? When, <laughs> when are we... Toilet paper romance in the post-production. I'm doing color correcting now. Soon. Oh. So I'm you, very excited. You're just doing it in your free time? Yes, yes. Because I did not realize so much work to make film. Right. The post-production. Oh, also, I wrote 11 songs and music for my movie. Who writes... Who composed, who director composed for a film? Violin. And another person, only one person did was Charlie Chaplin. Nobody do. I did it. <laughs> Writer, director, <laughs> post-production, co- composing your own music. That sounds like you had a pretty productive pandemic. Are, are all yes, 11 songs so. about toilet yes. paper? What? Are toilet all 11 paper? songs toilet about paper? toilet paper? What did you say? Are all 11 songs that you wrote about toilet paper? It's not. A, a, no. a to some about toilet paper, some about love, oh, right, some right. about life, some about uh, romance, all different kinds. Wow. Depends on the character and where the story is. I have a 23 characters. They all have different mood, different personality, different purpose in the movie. So the song will be different. And lot of the symphony too. Symphony extra crazy. Guys, Barbie Rehab, it's going to be on Tubi on May 6th. Is it all episodes dropping at one time by or are they spreading them out? I think they have an episode. I don't know how many well, episodes drop. Probably, probably each week. I don't know yet. So you can find out. I don't know. And we're for sure going to have to tell people when this this toilet paper thing comes out, Travis, because this sounds... Yeah, sounds please intense. do. Because yeah. you will make you laugh. You'll enjoy probably one of the gifts I can give through this pandemic time. Uh, in a, It's my love letter to our world, to our people, to remember this crucial this profound this crazy sweet time in a way by it was for all of us it, it was <laughs> is it I, I have a weird question I, it is, it, is it yes. weird to, uh, do i call you by because isn't by like your last is it your last name but it's your first name listen 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 people call people say it, uh when they meet me say are you by I say, yes of course i'm by I say, you really buy? I say, yeah, I'm buying. What's wrong? I did not know what they're asking. So it's bisexual. That's <laughs> why. So the French call me bailing. But the thing is, I appreciate women. Often I say, beautiful woman. I say, you're beautiful. They look at me like very strange look because 
women normally don't give women compliment. I always do. I, I appreciate beauty. The woman and man, sure. they're beautiful. They're beautiful. So and bye. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> bye. It was a pleasure talking to you. If you watch, yeah. If you watch Bobby Rehab, you watch my quarantine romance with Toby. I'm more than bye. I'm, I'm everything. Everything. <laughs> All at once. Right. A force of nature. <laughs> force of nature. A lot of joy, you know. A lot of fun. A lot of joy. A lot of wisdom. So. um Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you. Go follow me on I am Bailey Instagram. I'm going to do it right now. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Be safe. You, you too. too. Thanks. She looks like she's like exact. 55, Travis. Yeah, she's almost 60 years old and she looks like, I mean, she really does look the same exactly. as she exactly ever did. Same. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, it really, because I looked, I looked her up today too and I saw that, I saw her birth year and I was like, that can't. That can't be right. And then I'm like looking through her IMDb and stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, she was she's been acting for a long, long time. Yeah. I guess that's you know, she was in the fucking crow when we were like 10. Right. No <laughs> I was 14 when that movie came out. She looks exactly the same as she did then. <laughs> so like maybe, I was gonna ask her, but I thought maybe I thought better. It, yeah, it could she yeah, she definitely could it could be better. I had to I was gonna once I saw that, I was going to ask her uh uh how many children a year she sacrificed to the elder gods to to remain exactly the same, but she answered it with her mindset. So Yeah, no, I don't think that's real. Mindset, yeah, it can't be no, right. Like it's the kid. Yeah, no. I don't know. I she's just, living I just had dessert. No, I don't believe you. No, she's living on a different plane than the rest of us. Right. And that's how she's able to stay exactly the same. She doesn't believe in time. So she's good to go. <laughs> it's like, I love it. Doesn't I love it. In time. That's, that's wild, man. That is wild. Oh, great. Yeah, she's 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 fun. Wipe my ass. If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful you could stand on your head and shit on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. Dubfod goes hard. It's crazy to even think about that, like, she was in The Crow before she could even speak English. And, like, just how fucking nuts that is. Yeah, yeah. In, in knowing that, you go back and watch The Crow. You know, if, you, if, if, if when you saw that movie, you were like, oh, this Bai Ling's line readings are kind of strange. <laughs> know that she didn't speak English. Yeah, Everything that's nuts. she was saying, she learned phonetically. Yeah, like somebody said to her, okay, now say these words like this. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, I don't know what it means, but I'll just, I'll say it. How does that happen? I mean, because you can't audition, you don't speak English. Does he just like oh, see a picture of her and say... Oh yeah, she should be in my movie. Yeah, well, like Alex Proyas is, is is a maniac, right? Like if you know if you're familiar with any of his movies, like uh, Dark City, The Crow, obviously, like he's a maniac. So like he's got a vision, and I'm I would assume because also I think she was a teenager when she made that movie as well. <laughs> I can't recall how old she was when she made that movie, but um, yeah, I would assume that he just saw a picture of her. Maybe he saw her. Uh, in something foreign and was like, I got to have this gal. And uh, I don't care that she doesn't speak English. We'll figure it out on the day. And the other thing uh, worth noting is she was in Playboy magazine. Um, and her cover of Playboy magazine was advertising that she was in Star Wars. I think it was uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh, she, oh, sure. She yeah. was like an alien in that or something uh, like yeah. one of the you know, there's a million fucking aliens that meet at like the alien Senate and have like alien debates or whatever the fuck it was she was doing. Right. Uh, and so she got cut out entirely from star Wars after being in playboy. And it, I think it was a minor controversy. I, I think now if it happened now, it would be a way bigger thing. 
Oh, if they put all of that PR behind, like, hey, she's in Star Wars, this is why she's in this magazine, and then right. all of a sudden the movie comes out and she's like, like, hey, where the hell's Bai Ling? Yeah, and no, it was uh, so it was fast. assumed that she was cut out of the movie because she was in Playboy. Oh, right, of course, yeah, of course. Which uh, in reality, I'm assuming that before Disney, Lucasfilm probably gave two shits whether or not she was in Playboy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting life to to dive into, I think. And yeah, yeah, I, ch- yeah. Look, in please, if you don't follow her on Instagram. Go, go and at least check out her Instagram. This woman, she, I saw one the other day. She's in Alaska for some comic con or something. And did, I think I sent it to you. Did you see it before it went away? It was on her stories. Uh, Oh, it was in her stories. I don't think I did. So she's walking around Alaska and she's walking up. There's these things all over the place and she doesn't know if they're mailboxes or trash cans. (laughs) <laughs> and honestly, I didn't either. Like she yeah, was sure. showing them like they were all over the fucking place. And she goes, is this for mail or for trash? I, I don't know either by Ling. I want to know now, though. But <laughs> I, I mean, like she's just walking around, like making weird observations. And uh, she's she's awesome. Trevor. She's she's, you know, I've, I was familiar with by Ling, obviously, before we had the opportunity to talk to her and after having the opportunity to talk to her. I am fascinated. Uh, yeah. I, on, like, I, honestly, one of the most fascinating people I've ever met. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Time doesn't and, exist. Like, Travis. It's a whole fucking thing. So yeah, guys check out Barbie thing. rehab. She's, uh, she's an alien. She actually zaps down from space. Like she, she transports to this world and then just starts stealing shit. And, and the fact, the fact that people. when Sizemore brought her into that show that she was saying that it was supposed to be a bit part and they were like, uh, let's just center yeah, this. No, right yeah, we just need Link. more of this. Whatever <laughs> this is, we need more of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explore yeah, the I'm, space I'm, by you're having fun. Go for it. Yeah. And I can't I cannot wait to talk to her after the release of her quarantine toilet paper romance. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, I have a pick of the week. Uh, my wife and I, we went and saw a uh, a film in the movie theater. It's called uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Mm. And Travis, might be the most fun I've ever had in a movie theater in my entire life. Uh, I, I can't wait to watch that movie again. Uh, it's so good. Uh, if If you can go see it, go see it like now. Like, go... Go see it before it leaves theater. Because I don't think it's doing great. It's not like a big title. But it is so fucking good. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's. I, I was actually just reading today that it is doing exceptionally well for the amount of theaters that it's in. And for the amount of money that they uh, use to make that movie. That they're actually tracking to do pretty well. And, uh, uh, you know, as soon, I, I, before you brought this up to me privately, like I had, I'd seen a little bit of buzz around it. And after you said, you got to go see this movie, I was like, Oh shit, is it playing here? And it's like the closest theater is like an hour away. Oh. playing this thing. No. Yeah. If, if you can see it on something big, go see it in the biggest fucking screen you can find because it's, it's, it's something special, Travis. It, it's a special movie that, that needs to be seen. I, I, I wanted to go see the Nicolas Cage movie. I'm so glad I went and saw this. I, I'll probably go see the Nicolas Cage movie too, Travis. But uh, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. You got a pick of the week, Travis? Uh, yeah, Travis's pick of the week this week is uh, Dope Sick, the uh, Hulu limited series based around the rise and uh, eventual fall of the, the opioid uh, industry. Is that uh, Michael um, Keaton? Yeah, it was. It's been out for a while, and it was one of those shows that I was just like, you know, I, fuck, I love Michael Keaton's one of my favorites, and I'm like, I don't know if I've. He's got that uh, 9/11 lawyer movie on Netflix, and he's got this, and I'm like, I don't know. And uh, I watched the first episode well, of Dope Sick just on a whim. I'm like, okay, I think I might be ready to watch this. It's only eight episodes, so it goes pretty quickly. But after that first episode, I was hooked and uh, finished it this weekend. And I think it only took me a few days to watch all eight episodes. And this thing is a masterclass in acting. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the actress Caitlin Deaver, who was uh, in Justified. And is now kind of making her way uh, around. Uh, she she 
everybody in this show does such a such a good job. Uh, it's a very interesting story, uh, looking at the the people behind OxyContin and uh, pretty much the ravaging it did to uh, to this country and to specific communities and uh, the aftermath of that. And while they're trying to prosecute these people and get this shit off the streets or at least reformulated, it is it is. It is a wonderful, wonderful show, masterfully acted, and I uh, highly recommend it to anybody to check it out. Hey, Travis, can I guess how it ends? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, nobody gets prosecuted, and uh, it, it's still a problem, and uh, it, that that's the end, right? You're half right. You're oh, half okay. right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's held accountable. A lot, lot of money. A lot of money behind that pharmaceutical company. <laughs> Guys, we did it. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, check out uh, Barbie Rehab on Tubi. Hey, Trevor, have you ever checked out the Tubi? Yeah, I, I actually have Tubi, uh, the, the Tubi channel on my uh, on my Roku. Yeah, I, uh, there's a lot of content there. You just have to be able to be cool with commercials. There's a, there's a Tubi original that I saw a preview for uh, called uh, Titanic 666. Uh, Ooh, it, is this like a haunted Titanic? Yeah, like they they make a Titanic three, and Titanic three is going to go out on a voyage, and a bunch of people get on the Titanic three, and it doesn't go good, Travis. It's oh a whole yeah, thing. this is a series. I don't know what it is. I just saw I saw a trailer for it on accident. I, I think we might have been sent the trailer for it. Does it look half terrible, but also half like maybe I should check this out? No, it looks all the way terrible, but like in, in the kind of way that. It, you might end up having to watch it just to see how terrible it could possibly be. Is it like somebody probably rented out like banquet halls and like pretended it was like the the <laughs> like the Titanic three? You know that really tall bald guy is his last name like Mears or something? Oh yeah, Derek Mears. He was uh, the newest Swamp Thing and he played Jason in Friday the Thirteenth two thousand nine. Uh, he's the only face I recognized, but everybody kind of looked recognizable. Like they might have been on a TV show or something. Oh, I sure. recognized him and I was like, oh yeah, he probably is the guy killing people. Uh, but yeah, it, there was a whole bunch of people in it that I was like, oh, that person sort of looks familiar, but they, they might just be like famous adjacent. Like maybe they're oh, famous, like uh, cannon fodder. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so I, I don't know if it's good or not because I haven't watched it. But if, if maybe somebody could watch it for us and tell if tell us if it's uh if it's worth it. Or if it has any horses in it. If it's on a boat, probably not. But who knows? You never know. Uh, I'm sh- I know there's... Travis, honestly, I, I watched everything everywhere all at once, and I can't tell you whether it had a horse in it or not. It, it might have, uh, because there was so much fucking going on. I, I wouldn't doubt that there was a horse in it, but I'm not going to definitively say there wasn't. Um, so, yeah. That's up to the listener to look for that. All right. Uh, bye. <laughs> See ya. listening to this installment of WFOD, please subscribe and leave positive reviews on your preferred podcast player. Share the episode on social media or with one of your in-real-life friends. For links to our ever-expanding universe, including our Discord, our Twitch, and YouTube channels, and our library of back episodes, visit us at WFODshow.com. Thanks to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio for the music used in this podcast. Thanks to our Patreon sponsors, Amanda, Valerie, Brian, and Liquid. Visit patreon.com slash WFODix to help support the show. Leave us a voicemail at 636-487-4263. Email us, Mike or Travis, at WFODix.com, or reach out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye.
you to know it's over. Well, 